Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins, but they also have calcium, calcium chews. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes. And I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. All righty. We'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. OK, trying to figure out portion sizes after weight loss surgery is fucking hard so hard so freaking hard so we found this company and they take the guesswork out of it yeah my goodness guys look it's portion perfection they have bowls and plates and they have all sorts of organizing things on their website i can't wait to get more but it literally tells you one cup one and a half cup a fourth of a cup like the guesswork is completely gone yes and the plate even better protein salad veggies whatever and then this little section carbs so Because you can have carbs. You so, can have carbs. We are so excited and we cannot wait to see what you guys think of this. We This is definitely OSLP approved. 100%. So the link is down below. So click that link, get your discount and start getting your portions correctly now. We have found something very, very extraordinary and it's different. It is one of a kind. It is Nutri Health and they are giving you the next level information on your weight loss surgery journey. They really are because they fill you with all this information about exercise and food. You watch a little, little clip minute and a half at the most, and then you do a little fact checks and then you do an article and then you do a quiz one time, one time. And so you get to track your progress. And not only do they have these quizzes, but they have a place that you can log your food, your exercise and your weight. Yeah. And they're not tracking calories, guys. They're tracking your mood. Like, how did you feel yesterday about your food? Did you exercise? So it's a way for you to journal without journaling. Yes. So go to NewTriHealth.com, choose our Sleeve Life podcast as your provider and sign up to maximize your weight loss surgery journey. Welcome back to Magic Family. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast. And the Berry Nation podcast. Yeah, this is Kelly. This is Ma. This is April. And I'm Jason. I'm Natalie. Yeah, we did it. We're all together. <laughs> so if you guys haven't guessed, we are uh, colliding with Berry Nation. Yeah. So the two big bariatric podcasts are coming together. We have united. We have one. united. Yes. So we are going to talk about how we started in this. And then what we've learned from not only the doing the podcast with the community, but Mm -hmm. also just our own personal journeys. What's really cool is Barry Nation's going to be at the award show. They are 
are going to be yeah. at the award show. And actually, each person has been nominated and all of them have been nominated. Jason hasn't. He was in the nomination. Oh, you, you're in the honorable yes. mentions. Yeah, he's been nominated, oh, though. Yeah, yes. technically. You are in the honorable mentions mm-hmm. because that's something cool that we're doing is every single person, all 500, 500. something of people that were nominated yeah. are all going to be a part of these honorable mention videos before each category. They'll be made by me and yes. you're going to love them. You're going to love them. If you don't, you're going to pretend like you like them yes. because it's going to take a lot of time to put 500 people in these videos. In these videos. Yes. So if you haven't guessed it, we are doing an award show in November. That's right. In Portland, Oregon. And we are kind of bringing the entire bariatric. Kind of. We are. We are bringing the whole bariatric community right. together for one night to just celebrate everybody that's a part of it i know and it doesn't matter like who you are where you are if you have zero followers million followers we just want you guys all together yeah because each person has a different inspirational story Mm -hmm. which scratch that oh um and then each person brings a little bit of different light to this bariatric community oh there you go yeah i like the other one still Mm -hmm. i'll (laughs) tell you why i don't and later I think I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it now. I get it now. Okay. That is hilarious. So, uh, that is yeah. hilarious. We're just going to roll out of by that little one. But everybody does bring a different vibe, oh, different yes. light to yes. this community. Because yes. without everybody together, we wouldn't have as great a community as we do have. Right? And everybody matters. Like, that's yes. the deal. We all matter. I'm so mm-hmm. sick of people being like, all they do is regain or die over there. Like, why are people getting surgeries? Mm-hmm. Like, it's stupid and They're annoying. amputating their stomachs. No, amputating. we're not. Oh we're my not. God. I'm gonna amputate we are their giving face. ourselves another chance at life. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. For one night only, we are doing this. Yes. Um, you want to go to our dot com, and you want to go to the award show page. Just be you. Just be you. And you want to first vote. Yes. Second, you want to buy your ticket. Mm-hmm. And third, you want to book your hotel. Right. They're all right there. They're all on the same page. It's super so, easy. Uh, go over and do that. And this would not be possible without our amazing sponsors. I know. We have a lot of them. We have a lot of them. So let's run Roll through them. Okay. Okay. We got ProCare. Pro then we got Jamie, yes. sleep dietitian, tribe it's membership. Yep. Then we have Michaela Miller. The losing of blooming. Yes. Yes. And then we have Surgical Associates of Bayonet Point. Yeah. Was there Tampa Bay? I do want to explain one second why we like them so much. They have their aftercare is like the exercise. Oh my God. They do exercise. It really is. Yeah. They focus on exercise pre op Mm -hmm. and post op, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, And then we have your surgeon. My surgeon. Dr. Emma Patterson mm-hmm. with Oregon Weight Loss Surgery Center in Portland. Yep. I love you. Thank you. And then we have Dr. Joe Cribbins. <laughs> yes. With Marty. Marty will be at the show. His little Cannot butt. wait because I take a selfie with him every time I see him. Me do. So that is happening again. And then we also have Dr. Eric Smith. Yes. He Ugh. is the surgeon for Thousand Pound Sisters on TLC. He is an incredible, incredible man who is just here for the community. He is. And then we also have Tabitha, the real Barry Barry boss. boss. She's, she is a truly incredible woman herself. Yes. She's a bariatric therapist. Yes. Yes. And then last but not least, we have Miss Nolani, who is own bariatrics. She's a transformation coach. She really is. And I love what she does with the people and like really helps them evolve. Yes. And that's kind of our whole theme of our sponsors. 
We really love them. Their mission really aligns with ours and they really care about this community. Well, and that's all we want. And the vibe that I always say is like, look, all these people are trying to help the community. And look, mm -hmm. you need a dietitian. You need your vitamins. You need your surgeon. You need your therapist. Like they're all there. Yep. And they all believe in this community. We need the transformation you need your coach. You need your life coaches. Like they're helpful. Yes. Yes. You need your vitamins. Yes. Every day. Every if you day. have not taken them, go take them right now. Okay. <laughs> all right. That is it. That is our spiel about that the award show. That is our spiel show. about the award show. So now let's head into the actual episode. Yes. Which we're, yeah, let's see. Why don't you guys start out? Where did the podcast even start from? Ooh, yeah. Okay, I'll take this one. Uh, <laughs> and then Jay, and because it's, it's a little bit of a funny story. Okay. Uh, so I had bariatric surgery in July of 2019 okay. and right. was handed a binder. Mm -hmm. And then I got home from the hospital and was in the deepest, darkest place I'd ever been in my entire life because it's like, Oh my God, what have I done? I can't turn to food. All, all of the things mm -hmm. it was awful. Yeah. And that's just not, just not me. So consulted my binder, called my surgical center, you know, had a one friend that I knew and very quickly it dawned on me that I was going to need more support than what I was getting from my surgical center. And then the pandemic happened. So yeah. the world shut down. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I am a, a master teacher. I have master's degree in educational leadership. I've been in online education for a decade now. Oh, wow. So zoom to me is like, no brainer. Mm -hmm. So f in my head popped in, oh my God, I could start hosting these like Zoom gatherings with other bariatric patients that I was seeing on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I could invite in these experts to kind of like talk to us about something that's going along in our journey. And that would be a really cool way to just like connect with people who get it because I was just so desperate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so I, I like started that. the virtual bariatric meetup, which we still do to this day. Nice. The, the VBM. So I had like one or two under my belt. And this was also the time when like the Russian trolls were hacking into Zoom. Oh, yes. Okay. I love so it. I, it was, so, you know, so you're always on the lookout for, for this. So anyway, so, you know, we're hosting this VBM and here uh, somebody by the name of Jason is trying to get into the Zoom. And I'm like, men do not have bariatric surgery. This is a Russian troll. Goodbye. And I kept kicking him out. Oh and he kept, I know. And then he kept trying to come back in. And finally I was like, something in the back of my brain was like, maybe he really, maybe like, maybe he does want to be here. So when the meeting ended, so the VBM was over, right? I let him in and I was like, hi, how, <laughs> who are you? And he's like, oh, hi. Uh, did I miss the virtual bariatric meetup? And I was like, I'm sorry, who are you? Like, this makes no sense in the world. And poor Jason was like, well, no, like I just had my surgery and I'm just looking for extra support. And then of course I felt like an asshole because here I've been kicking him out this entire time. Oh my Get God. Out. Oh my right? gosh. So he and I had like an hour long conversation after the VBM. And I was like, wow, that guy is like really, really nice. And we started following each other on Instagram. He came to the next one. Nice. Oh, hi. Hi, Jason. And then he came to the next one and we kept like talking afterwards. Okay. And it, it wasn't weird. It wasn't anything like that, but he and I just absolutely hit it off. And we were talking about how we both love, love listening to podcasts, yeah. mm -hmm. but there were no patient voice ones mm -hmm. out there at the time. No. Nope. None. And then all of a sudden that guy's like, oh, I, I do a podcast. I host a podcast. I'm, so, I'm sorry. What? Oh, really? Ooh. Yes. So the two of us teamed up. He convinced me to, to 
try it. Uh, I spent weeks. I mean, you should probably take over the story at this point, Jason. I spent <laughs> weeks and weeks and weeks writing show notes, researching, contacting experts, doing all this stuff. Like I created a whole Google, new Google thing for us. I was sending them all this stuff. Well, you guys know, you can see who reads things yes. in Google. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This fool never opened a single thing I sent him, not one. <laughs> and <laughs> me being the type A master's degree teacher, I'm like, uh, bro, You're like, bro, look at this. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Right. Oh, it was was time. It was time to record. And she, she's sitting there asking me, she's like, well, I I noticed I sent you this stuff to read over. Did you look at it? And I said, no. And she looked at me like she was about to come through the screen on me. (laughs) And I, and I explained to her, I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing. I was like, about me, you got to know. I was like, I'm a, I'm I'm a winger. I got to wing. I'm off the top of my head. Like if I rehearse it, you're going to know I rehearsed it. If I read it, it's going to sound like it. Mm -hmm. I was like, so if you just, I was like, here's, here's the deal. I was like, give me three episodes to do it the way that I do it. I was like, and if you don't like them, I was like, we don't have to publish them. We can trash them and you can, I will still help you behind the scenes. I just won't be a part of it. Okay. And she was so skeptical because she's like, I don't understand how anyone could do that. How do you work like that? And I'm like, I promise you. I was like, I, I swear. I was like, you got to know that I, this is just how it goes down. Yeah. And so she's like, we'll see. So we do the first episode <laughs> and she's like, she still didn't get it. She's like, I don't know how the hell you did that, but we're going to try it again and we'll see. And I was like, okay, cool. We, we knocked another one out. She was like, I'm, I still don't know. I was like, well, we'll do one more. And I was like, cool. We did another one. And the rest is history. Like she, she gets in, but like, dude, That's it's hilarious. hilarious when I show like when people actually see, like I will stroll my ass in here five minutes before it's time to go. Like I know who we're talking to, but everything that comes out of me comes right off the yep. top while I'm doing it. Yeah. I throw well, a hat on, brush the beard out and jump on camera. Like, what's up? <laughs> I feel like that's sometimes good though, because I, I know that we purposely, like when we're interviewing someone, we don't like research their Instagram or their story or anything. Cause I want to be Surprise. shocked. Yeah. I want to be like, I want to hear it for the first time because if you've heard it a million times, you're like, Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. And, and the reactions are not the best. They're not. That. They're not. No. You want well, that and authentic. It just- and the thing that was really the icing on the cake is our very first episode. And granted, I'm a Zoom expert. I did not hit record. Did not oh, hit record. No. And I was like, and so Jason was like, oh, so you did all that preparation. And it was like, oh, I'm going to spring <laughs> son of a bitch. Murder you. Oh, but my it God. Was, yeah, it truly was the best. And we were so nervous. We were like, oh, you know, maybe nobody's going to listen, blah, 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 blah. But as you guys know, like yeah. it was needed and necessary yeah. and people loved it. And I think what really captivated a lot of people is that men do exist in our community and their voices have not been heard. So for the first time, it was a podcast from a male and a female perspective. Mm -hmm. And of course, Jason and I are not married, right? We're just friends. So, you know, it really added a a different dynamic. And then within the first, right. And I think within the first year or year and a half, Mm -hmm. we found Natalie on Instagram yeah. and we loved her story. We were just like enamored with her. She came on the podcast. It was supposed to be an hour. We ended up recording for four hours. Holy shit. She and I, right. It was like the next day or the day before you and I talked on the phone for hours and it was like, well, we're family now. Yeah. Welcome to Berry Nation. Yes. <laughs> what actually happened is I, so both OSLP and Berry Nation kind of started at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the same time that I was going into my pre-op. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, I need, you know, it was the height of COVID. It was July, 2020. I was like, okay, I'm going down to my parents, but I need support because my parents are not bariatric patients. They don't know what I'm going through. Right. So I was Googling and on Instagram for like a bariatric podcast and I found the both of you. So I just started like, when I say binge listening, <sighs> I mean, let me get all of the knowledge in my head anytime I needed to just check out of like living with my parents again. Mm-hmm. It was earbuds in, don't talk to me, like hardcore stuff. So I then love it. I had my surgery, came home and Jason was on his store, was on, um, very nations. Well, it was East to West, but now it's very nation, but yeah. stories. And he just said something really, uh, profound. And I think he was referencing the podcast that episode that I had just listened to. And so I went on my stories and I said, wow, like you guys have to listen to this podcast because this was life-changing and like yeah. just blew my mind. And then we just started talking in DMS, Jason and I just started going back and forth, talking, chatting, then eventually April reached out to me and was like, Hey, I'd love to have you on the podcast. Do you have time for a phone call? And I thought, yeah, totally 30 minute phone call, you know, just for the details. No, yeah. we ended up talking for like three hours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said, April, we got to stop because we have to record tomorrow and you already know my life story. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, and then, yeah. And then it was just, they were like, Hey, we want you to work with us. And then it was, Hey, we want you on the podcast. And so it, the rest is history. That's so perfect. I love I, it. Cause we've had you on a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, yes. I remember you going through pre-op because yep. I think we actually sang happy birthday to you. You did. We did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We did. Cause we I was did. like, it's Nat's birthday. We should go on and sing happy birthday to her and tag her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. We did a live. It was a live. We did a live and we sang happy birthday. Yeah. And I was like, this girl has got something special. And we like were instantly glued to your whole pre-op journey. Yeah. And like, especially you were in Mexico and I remember being like, you're good. Like you got this. Cause I know you yeah. were like kind of, a little nervous and I mean surgery was supposed to be the next day and then they were like you're gonna have it today and I remember getting on stories and crying and then I didn't even check my phone for like a full day and then I got your guys's message and I was like (laughs) it was okay (laughs) it was everything was fine (laughs) yes I loved it and I remember us starting the podcast and then we were like there we thought the same thing as you guys like there's no bariatric podcasts from a patient's point of view. It was weird because like the night that I had the idea and I was like, okay, because I go over to Kelly's on Thursdays, which mm-hmm. is funny because I still do. And to this day, to this day. And I was like, oh, I got I need to research before I just bring this up to her, you know, like, so I was like, maybe I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is podcasts. I'm just not able to find it. So then mm-hmm. I just did like a deep dive for like hours, mm-hmm. hours. And I was like, there's nothing like there's really nothing. I even was like, I asked my kid, I was like, am I blind? Like, am I just doing this wrong? And he's like, no, there's. He's like, it's doctors. It's all doctors. Mm-hmm. He's And then I found some older ones that have been on but aren't on anymore. And I was like, okay, there's something here. Mm-hmm. There's like, we could totally do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Like, I went over on Thursday and we had our taco salad and we walked around, around the block, block and-, and she was like, okay, I have this crazy idea. I'm like, okay, what is it? <laughs> She's like, I think we should do a podcast. And I was like, 
Mal, you know I've never listened to a podcast in a day of my life. No, and I listen to them all day, so I'm just all like all day. And I'm like, I'm like how I do you don't not know. What I don't, and I, I didn't she at didn't. that time. And I was like, but we all know I can talk. Yes. So let's let's try it out. I'm not promising anything because I don't know how I sound on on a mic. And I was real nervous that first one. Oh my one. god, those first few are hilarious. Oh. Have you guys gone back and listened to your guys' too? <laughs> my god. We actually watched it. Uh, me and my wife and, and uh, our friend Tab actually listened to the very first episode. We listened to three episodes. We listened to the very first one, then we listened to one like Midway, and then we listened to the one where we actually changed over to Barry Nation. Mm-hmm. And it is night and day. Right? The three, between the three of them. It's nuts. It's so nuts. You're just like... Oh my God. Like Kelly's like monotone. Yeah. I have no emotion. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Cause that's not me. That's like, that's like listening to the doctor's gripping tales. So the, when we first started, we actually had a producer yeah. and we had Marcus oh, and he, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would record all the stuff for us. And then mm-hmm. as he edited them, he would send them to us on our phones so that we could listen to them. Like at least the yep. first three until we like started actually releasing. And so for some reason, I still have them saved on my phone, but <laughs> they show up in my like music. Yep. So I'll but be, I'll put it stuff. on shuffle and then randomly our music <sighs> will start. And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> I, I was in the shower one time and it turned, <laughs> went to one of our things. And I like put my phone on like the counter. So I'm in the shower and I hear it and I'm like, fuck, I have to listen to this for the next <laughs> 10 minutes while I shower. And it was awful. It was awful. I was like, who decided that we were allowed to continue? I know. <laughs> but I will say, like, the, oh. as a listener yeah. um, turned podcaster, like, I think the most fun thing as a listener and same with like East to West to Berry Nation, it's like you hear that growth. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, in the beginning, it was a little bit more like, you know, you're trying to be professional and all this stuff. And then it's like, as your personalities come out, it's like, oh, I'm listening to my friends. Like, yeah. and that's what I would tell my parents. Like, I'm listening to my friends. Don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> I have my friends in my ears. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, I love I, it. I love that. Oh, my God. happens. And I think that's why this works. It does. You know, Verification and OSLP, it's like, they're, we're their friends, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and that's what we want to be. We want to... People, I think from both sides of us, we want people to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to not only listen to us and envision the support given, but also be able to free, feel free to reach out to us Yeah, because there's kind of this, like, sometimes I, like when I first started my Instagram, when I decided I was going to have surgery, I felt like I was on the outside and I didn't know quite how to connect with anybody. Like I was posting mm-hmm. these pictures, but I wasn't really like interacting. And so when we started the podcast, I was like, no, I want, I want somebody to see our page and be like, oh, they're welcoming me in. Yeah. I can talk to them about anything and feel really supported. And that I'm not looking from the outside in that I'm actually a part of this community. Yeah. So, That's and I get deal. that same vibe from you guys. Oh, absolutely. Yep. We, uh, I mean, all, all five of us, right. Mm -hmm. Our, our mission is that we want to authentically share what we're going through so that really it's twofold. People know that when they go through it themselves, they know somebody else who has been there. Right. So it's, it's evidence that our brains 
can't use against us, right? Because it's like, oh no, they, you know, this person went through it. I'm going through it now. Okay, this is this is normal. Yeah. Yep. But it also humanizes uh, a medical procedure that has been demonized and stigmatized mm-hmm. for its entire existence. Mm-hmm. And when you finally see patients that are sharing the real and the raw, right? The mm-hmm. highlight and the be real, mm-hmm. it it normalizes it. And, yeah. and that opens the door for somebody to reach out. I mean, all of us met, well, I mean, you guys were close <laughs> friends before this, but, but it's DMs, yeah. right? It's a literal yep. DM that is sent over Instagram. It's one mm-hmm. question and that sparks a relationship. Now yeah. that relationship might not continue, but it becomes a lifeline of support. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it takes a lot of bravery to step into that light mm-hmm. just to make that first DM. It takes even more bravery to do what we do and go, Hey, I'm a bariatric patient. I'm public about it because we've all had shit from people. I yes. mean, people have said yeah. horrible things to us about our decision to have bariatric mm-hmm. surgery, but we are stronger than other people's opinions of us because we are finally kind of owning who we are as patients mm-hmm. and we're in a position to help so many, but you only help them if you are accessible. Exactly. And, and, and that can be hard to do. I mean, we get people all the time. I mean, we all do. I'm sure every day they, they'll send a DM and you respond and, yeah. and then they respond with, Oh my God, I can't believe it's you. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite. Who else would it be? be? And then they're like, Oh my God, I'm fangirling so hard. And instantly I send them a voice message and I like, and I just say, do not ever say that to me again. (laughs) You and I are the exact same person. I I will block your ass. Like, no, 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 (laughs) because I'm no different than them. We're both bariatric patients. We share the exact same thing. So you will get to the place where you're as as comfortable with your experience as I am. It just means you're not there yet. And that's okay. Yeah. But you get there by having these conversations. with other people. Yes. Yes. And not everybody. I mean, one thing about the five of us is that we really like stepped into the role. Like we were like, I don't care what people say about me. I'm I'm doing this for a greater good. And I don't care what you know about my life, because something that I'm going through may help somebody else that thought that they were completely alone. Yeah. That was Mm -hmm. like the biggest deal because I was alone. Yeah, because mine seven years ago, I didn't have any support or help. So like, mm-hmm. like there was, I only had like haters. It was just like, do you really think you're going to be able to keep all that weight off? It's like, yeah, I do. That's why I'm doing this. You cluster. Yeah, yeah. Like what I, the hell? <laughs> like, so I don't want anybody else. Huh? That's kind of what we talk about with everybody. You know, kind of one of the things that I routinely say when we end the podcast for us is just specifically like we couldn't do what we do without the support of everybody in the community. Yeah. Like yeah. their support, you know, they, they all think that we're supporting them and doing all this stuff for them. When in turn, they're doing just the same for us. Like mm-hmm. we're there. So they support us more than they would ever know. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate like the term follower or mm-hmm. fan or any of that mm-hmm. shit. Cause I'm like, you guys are our friends. You guys are our community mm-hmm. because you guys support us just as much as we can ever support you guys. So oh, a thousand it, it's, percent. It, it, yeah, it's it's family yeah. to us. It's same with you guys. Like mm-hmm. you guys, it, it's just we never wanted that term. Like we we don't like influencer. We don't like celebrity. We don't like any of that. Like keep all that shit. To, like no, we don't. It feels any foreign. It's like yeah, that's not me. It's like <laughs> like it's like you never have imposter syndrome until somebody says something like that, and you're yeah. like you're like looking around like who. Where's the influencer? They're yeah. like, you. No, uh-uh. no, no. I always, oh, yeah. I always think it's funny because I'm like, we're from Salem, Salem, Oregon. <laughs> like, there's, there's nothing like. Nothing going I on. mean, thanks, but we're right. you. 
Really? <laughs> really? The first time we got asked to take a photo with somebody, so they were actually local. It's actually Haley. It's Haley, part of the Tummy Tales. Yeah. yeah. And she she was going through something and we were she had wanted a sticker and we were like, You're local. We'll just bring a sticker over to you. Yeah. And we brought it over and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And like dragged her husband out and was like, you have to like they're here. And I was like, I was laughing so hard because I'm like, we're 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 just like you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, we're neighbors. What yeah. are you talking about? Like, we're well, over there. Like. What's even funnier is that we're small world is like now I play fantasy football with her husband. Like, yes, because she's best friends with our tattoo artist and I'm in their football league. And so is her husband. So, like, we all hang out. It's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's so good. Well, and like, Jason, like you were you come on the lives and you were so fun on the lives. Yes, I love that. Like, that's what I think what's nice is like you represent really good for the males just fyi if you don't know that because (laughs) like you are very friendly and easy to talk to and that's goes a long way with this journey and like we need more dudes to be able to be like that so Mm -hmm. like you were like all in talking to us and playing and having fun and like no problems like it, it didn't feel like there's a weird creepy guy like talking to us like i didn't even get that vibe at all it was just like he's like a brother no it was like every time you'd pop on we'd be like what up jason yeah we just enjoyed the like easiness of it like we could just be ourselves there was no even from being like teenagers and then being like all throughout our lives you kind of hide yourself behind what's going on and it was like the first time in my life that I could freely be myself and nobody batted an eyelash at no it. like with this surgery it, it really shows you who you are mm-hmm. and it's awesome yeah. <laughs> no absolutely it is and that's that's kind of one of the things like april matt and i laugh about all the time it's like when we when we first started it took a long time for me to get to gain like the big brother type foothold in the community mm-hmm. because it is 98 percent women yeah and i'm just a guy out here so like a lot of people would be like well why are you liking my pictures and why are you doing this and mm-hmm. i'm doing transformation pictures and kind of looking at me like it took a long time for me to get uh, to, to gain a full people know that i'm legitimate and genuine yeah. and not just being a creeper and like when we we started doing shout out sundays mm-hmm. i'm yeah. on my regular page and i'm asking like hey we want to do a trick you know a, a shout out sunday for you so send us a you know some side-by-side photos comparison a little blob about you know whatever and mm-hmm. we'll throw you up there and i'm like I'm talking to April. I'm like, dude, it's been three weeks and I've got a response one. I was like, I sent like 40 of these things out and nobody's oh, responding. No. And I'm like, it took a minute to click. And I'm like, because I'm a creepy ass dude in their <laughs> inbox. So let me get some side-by-side pictures of you. Preferably if you're wearing lingerie. <laughs> right. Most of the people do side-by-side pictures of like a sports bra and some yeah. shorts. And I'm yeah. like, hey, let me get some transformation pictures. And they're probably like, uh. No, skeevy, like get out of my box. <laughs> and so, yeah, luckily when that came along, we're like, hey, how about you take over the shout out Sunday? Because uh, oh. I'm done getting in people's creepy inbox stuff. So. Oh my ah. God, that is so good. And it's so funny great. too, because like, you know, trying to explain what I do to like my parents, like I'm still a young, I'm in my 20s, you know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> trying to explain to my parents that I'm going to like the first bariatric event mm-hmm. I've ever been to in San Diego. Oh yeah. I'm going to go get dinner with Jason in April. And they're like, 
okay. And I'm like, have you not been listening to their plot? Like I'm sending you episodes to kind of get you familiar with who they are, you know? And then, you know, they got more comfortable. Like, and then it was like, okay, we're traveling to Ohio. Guess who I'm going with? Yeah. April and Jason, like (laughs) comfortable with this. And then, you know, the other day I was talking to my mom about everyone in the community because she's coming to the just be you awards yeah, yeah she is i hate for the the event i love it um, so i said you got to start learning people's names i know there's a lot but you got to start you got to do some homework <sighs> and i said this is jason and he's like the big brother of the mm-hmm. community because xyz mm-hmm. you know but it does it takes it takes people a minute especially in our community yeah one and prayed on mm-hmm. essentially yeah for, yeah. Well, and imagine how weird it was for like Jason and I, we are, we're now very good friends. Mm-hmm. We are married to other people, not to each other. So when I went to my husband and was like, Hey, I think I'm going to start a podcast with a random man I met on Instagram who also happens to have bariatric surgery and he lives in Florida. You know, but I think That's my husband a- was like, Huh? 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 I'm sorry. What? You think you're doing wait, what? Wait, when were you talking to a guy? Hold on. I'm confused. <laughs> wait. Back a guy the truck on the A guy on the internet. On the Instagram? What are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, what well, is the and we great? talked what? and we talked and we talked a lot like when we first got to this thing going like we were having meetings on to. zoom we were having meetings on instagram live mm-hmm. we were yep. doing video messages back and forth so i mean we were like we were heavy talking to each other so i was like you know my wife would be like who you talking to i'm like i was april and i like i let her know ahead of time but she knows okay. i'm always doing shit like this so to her it was all that like because i've been doing stuff on facebook live with another friend of mine for like three years before nice. i even did this so as soon as i told her what i was doing she was like oh that's cool and just kind of ran with it so it wasn't a big deal to her but yeah everybody else was kind of like this is a who are you doing what with who like, oh yeah she, i remember like, us we were like are they the married country? Are they married? Yeah. yeah, I was like, are they Wait. married? Wait, they're in two different places. What? Wait, no, they're How friends. Does this work? They're friends nope. because one's East Coast, one's West Coast. Like, I get the yes. name, so we're good. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was, it worked out so good though, because you know, Jason and I, we 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 knew that this could be a potential issue, so we wanted to mm-hmm. we wanted to address it, you know, very first thing. So it was like, hey, I think this podcast thing is going to work. We should continue it, and then it's like, okay, well, we need our spouses to meet by Zoom, yeah. And then every time we're doing something together, they need to know that we're doing it, yes. you know. So we were so methodical with it, and we were always checking in with each other to see, like, okay, how's Sarah doing? How's Grady doing? You know, what's what's the deal? And it has been. I mean, I didn't think this type of thing could exist in like the modern world. And it's been absolutely fabulous. Our spouses support us a thousand percent. Our spouses talk to each other now via Instagram. They're always checking in on each other. I mean, oh, that's it's so just cool. been, it's been, it's been really good, but it does crack me up because people still come up to us every time we're together. Like, oh, you guys are just the cutest couple or, oh, <laughs> we're like, you know, oh, and we're like, this is not my husband. This is my friend. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. I know we're very attractive humans, but yes. No. Like, but thank you. Yeah. Brady's got to come to some events. So. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hardcore hoping he is going to join us in November. Cause oh, that'd yeah. be really cool. Well, yeah, all, I mean, in, you in have to tux. dress up and yeah, like wear tux. Our suit are really nice. I've already informed Zach that he does need to dress up. Oh, Eric's taking him shopping. Eric's yeah. already like, he knows because because um Zach's like, a, he's a roughneck. And so like- He has he, like five shirts. Yeah, he I doesn't finally, care about clothes. I finally made him buy three more shirts and he's like, I don't need any more clothes. You have five shirts, dude. <laughs> like, oh. I just moved in with you and got rid of five boxes of clothes and still cannot fit everything in your closet. Yeah. So- And you have five shirts. 
Let's, five shirts. You have five shirts, yeah. like that are not orange and not yellow. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. Eric's Girl. like, I'm taking him. I'm taking him. I'm taking Dylan. I'm taking Garth. We're all going together. All the guys are gonna go. They're gonna have a day of it. So yeah. I'm like, good, because you because Eric can dress. So I'm like, just dress all the guys. Eric has a very good style, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I want some of it to rub off on Zach. Because I'm like, <laughs> dude. Because he's like, what am I wearing tonight? And I was like, wear whatever you want. And he's like, no, because you, you're going to take a picture for Instagram. And I'm like, of course I am. Like, who am I? Like, this, this man does not, like, he's not really on Instagram. He no. just scrolls through TikToks. He doesn't create any. He just scrolls them. And I'm like, okay, you realize that I have a permanent footing yes. in social media. So you need to... um step up your game a little bit you don't have to change your clothes up a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah well and right. i wanted to point out like so if people don't realize how supportive we really are is that berry nation helped me why mm. i was going through my stuff with eric and i was able to have protein every morning for like two fucking weeks because of these people because <laughs> i and i want to say thank you because i found out today that that's 19 grams for two egg bites yes so yes, I yes. was getting 19 grams every morning for like two weeks because of y'all. So thank you. You kept you <laughs> <were> healthy. <laughs> healthy. Yeah. No, it was very yeah. sweet because through all of it, like you guys really like were asking and like mm. making sure everything was good. And if yeah. we need if she needed anything and it was very it was very heartwarming. It was. I teared up. It, yeah, I, I cried, yeah, a, couple I cried times. a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I was actually I was having a discussion with somebody and I was like. These people that I, some of them I have never met in person. Mm-hmm. I just talked. They genuinely care, care yeah. more mm-hmm. than most people in my actual like face-to-face life. Mm-hmm. And that's it's, what this is really cool about all of it. It's so cool and so weird because you're like, you would think some of the family members that are close or the friends that are mm-hmm. close. And you get to see when you go through trauma, like, who's really in your mm-hmm. corner. And it was a very overwhelming feeling. I was like, people actually care. Like, this is crazy. I had no idea that people actually care about me. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, I was in tears. Like anytime someone sent me something, I was like, Oh my God, there's another one. <laughs> You're so cute. You're so funny. <laughs> but she did. She I cried did. a lot. I did she cry a lot. A lot I did and cry. I don't, I and update. Like I've, been five days without crying now. yes so you got you look a little go. teary-eyed right now though well because i remembered how it felt when i it's <laughs> <laughs> not fair <laughs> you no, I mean, I, well we you know we we know how much this all takes yeah the podcast is is a monumental lift and then supporting the community is a secondary monumental lift. Mm-hmm. And when we, you know, we didn't want to pry into yeah. your personal life, but we saw that you were posting a little bit more. So that's when Nat was like, Hey, I'm going to reach out to the girls and just see what's going on. Yeah. And thank God, you know, we did because we know, we know how much effort this takes. So then when you have to step away, you're stepping away from your personal life mm-hmm. and then what you're doing for the community and you need to focus on that, but there's guilt and there's, you know, yeah. all this stuff that goes with it. And yeah, we just, we, we knew that we had to support you somehow to, to get you through that. And we know that everybody's busy and, you know, if we can keep your Starbucks card full so that you can eat, then mission accomplished. Yeah, so. it totally helped. Because that was, sweet. that was the thing, like 
with being a bariatric patient, like, you know, protein first, protein most. And I, we always say like, we feel dumb if we're not getting our protein. Mm-hmm. Cause like, we literally feel it. Like we can't function. Um, so by the way, people eat your freaking protein. Cause like I was literally waking up at like four or five in the morning with doctors coming and I had to be on and to yep. understand the things that were coming at me. And the only reason I was able to, especially in the mornings, was because of those egg bites, because Mm -hmm. I was able to like get protein in and then listen because there was just so much. I probably talked to like six different doctors almost every day. It was Mm -hmm. it was intense, especially for the first few weeks. Mm -hmm. So like if I could at least get protein in like that was like my control of the day, because, you know, like when you fall off your routine Mm -hmm. in this whole situation, like you're like, I need to control something. What can I control? And the fact that I could at least control the protein made me feel like a little bit at ease. And I was like, okay, I'm not like throwing everything to the trash can, you know, but at least I got the protein in and I felt like I can function and be there for Eric. So Mm -hmm. like, guys, like it's, I cannot stress enough. We have a, an episode coming out just about protein. We learned some new facts on our own that we didn't know about, about how important for your body functions. Yeah. For you to. Because we all know it. how important it is. But we like have never done like a deep dive into protein. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I'm like, holy crap. Molecular level. Like. Yes. yes. It is so important. Yes. So important. Oh my God. And even we, more we, important than we thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we did a whole month on macros uh, and we interviewed like four different dietitians and every week we took a different macro and we have a same thing, a whole episode on protein. And it was just like, it, it, it frustrates me sometimes because that's the type of information that we needed, mm-hmm. not necessarily before surgery, but after surgery, right? Because yeah. you're primed for that information after surgery. It's not a, oh, maybe I need to know this. It becomes a, no, you absolutely need to know this. Yeah. And if you had that learning along the way to access, then you would not have an issue getting your protein in mm-hmm. because you know, oh, I need that for my brain. I need that for my muscles. I need that for cellular function. Yeah. That's very different than you need it because you're a bariatric patient. Right. Yes. Well, and like, I actually, not, oh, go ahead. I was, we're not dumb. Like sometimes yeah. I feel like they treat it, patients like we're idiots. And yeah. it's like, no, this is the information that I need. And yep. the fact that you're not giving it to me makes me even more frustrated yep. at this post-op process. Yeah. It's almost 100%. like a bias. Like it's like, oh, well, I'm fat. So I'm lazy and I'm stupid. Thanks. And I don't have taste buds because everybody produces the stupidest products for us. <laughs> so gross. There's so many so gross products. People on how to eat right are fat people because yeah. that's all we hear. Mm-hmm. our whole life mm-hmm. and so but it's like all you hear is the high level like you eat this because this like because mm-hmm. you'll lose weight you eat this because you lose weight and it's mm-hmm. like well what actually happens like yeah what's mm-hmm. that information yeah we actually looked up we actually found what are like the top eight symptoms that you have if you're lacking protein mm-hmm. i get four every day I I get six out of eight every day. Like I was like, oh, I'm not getting enough protein. Yeah. Maybe I should start tracking again because that just made me feel real stupid. Yeah. And when we were on yeah. the episode, I only had 26 grams in that day and she only had nine. We're like, oh, it was shit. almost three. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I was like, oh, that's a good thing. I'm literally putting my body into starvation mode. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, yeah. yeah. Come because on. that's what we were taught mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. for our entire life. Yep. Yep. Just eat less. Yep. Eat less. Well, and 
Well, and I mean, the, the, the whole bariatric journey is right. Relearning how to live. Right. And it's not only like relearning, it's like you have to decompose the programming and then you have to recompose something completely new, but you really need to do it quickly because if you don't, you're going to be nutritionally deficient and really bad things are going to happen. Right. So even though you can know this, it's one thing to do it consistently. And when you get to that point, like a year or so after surgery, everything feels normal. Again, you, you feel healed. Like, you know, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, life is normal. And you just go right back to those old ways of living. And it absolutely, absolutely screws you. And that's why you see so much regain. That's why you see bounce back. That's why people ghost the community because they're going strong and all of a sudden, oh, things get really hard and they disappear Mm -hmm. and they think that something's wrong with them. No, no, no. Nothing is wrong with you. You don't have the tools. You don't actually know how to eat. You don't understand the mechanics behind any of this. You're lacking what you actually need to be successful. Exactly. And that... And that first year, it's a honeymoon. It's blissful because it's just falling off and you're doing nothing. Yeah. But instant gratification all the time, mm-hmm. all right? day long. That cool. dopamine hits. You're like, boo, boo, yep. boo. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and you forget all of the things that you're doing. You're, you're, you're hitting your water goals. You're tracking, you're eating protein. You're taking your vitamins. You're moving, you're learning, you're doing all of these things, but you're telling yourself I'm doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. then year what? two, you're actually, yep stop doing some of those things. And now you're seeing the repercussions from it. Or the mm-hmm. the thing that I found was like, I went through that honeymoon stage and I was like, nothing can go wrong. And then what happened? The world's like, watch this and <laughs> threw a divorce at me. So I was like, okay, well now I'm going to cope with the only way I know how. And then you, I start gaining weight and then I'm feeling embarrassed because I'm in the public eye a little bit more. And I feel like judged. And this is and then as I'm experiencing all of this, I'm like, oh, no shit. That's why people don't go back on. Like they just kind of disappear, like April was saying, because it's embarrassing. You don't want to say like, hey, I gained half my weight back. But it happens. It happens. And Mm -hmm. the only way to move on is like you're just not going to lay down and die just because you did that. No, you have to like, okay, let's refocus. Let's try this. Okay, it didn't work this time. Okay, so let's try this in a different way. And it's just trying to figure out the best route because it's not, if we could lose all of our weight in a year and then never gain it back, that'd be fantastic. Then it would be the easy way. It would be the easy way out. (laughs) But we have to continue trying. It It doesn't end. Like every aspect of our life, is going to continue to test us and we mm-hmm. have to relearn how we're going to cope with that because for however many years of our life, we were like, oh, Ben and Jerry's, that's my coping yep. guy right there. I'm going to eat that. You know he'll be there. And you know, and when traumatic things happen, you go towards the only coping well, you've had. Your brain wants to protect you at all uh-huh. times. And so mm-hmm. it knows that you've been doing that for 30 years. So it's going to go straight to the thing mm-hmm. that made you feel good. Yep. So yep. it's just like when you're in when you're in these later years, like you just have to never and like just don't give up on yourself. I can't be like, oh, Monday or next yeah. week or whatever. You just next meal next day. Just start keep checking in with yourselves. Like that's we did the episode. Now we realize we suck at protein, and now we have to. <laughs> now we're like, okay, we, we got to track, but we're very deficient. That's I mean, way worse than I thought. So we <laughs> we definitely need to get back on track. And that's the thing is you have to like be aware and like 
keep yeah. checking in with yourself and just don't give up because yeah. when people pull back i'll message some of these people yeah, i've done it she will she'll <laughs> be, be like, like i haven't seen a post from you in a while what like, are you doing this is oh, real we weird <laughs> yep i yep. actually almost we'll messaged them. you guys about ashley and yeah. ashley knows like i talk about this all the time i was like yeah. ashley when you pull away a little bit i'll let you go but if it's like a couple months, like I was starting to get worried because she wasn't messaging me back. I emailed yeah. her, texted her. Like, we will write you letters, man. Like, yeah. we we will do it. I was it. like, I know that she's like, she was doing stuff with Barry Nation. I might message them. And then finally she met, like literally the next day, she messaged me mm -hmm. and she's like, no. We, yeah, we were, we were reaching out to her too and not yep. getting any response back either. So I got a little scary there for a yeah. little while. But, yeah. but like what you guys were saying, definitely because when I started experiencing a little bit of my uh, regain that I've been dealing with. Mm -hmm. I reached out to April on that and I was like, I can't talk about this shit in public. I was like, well, how are people going to look at us? Like right. we're supposed to be helping people and support people in the community. But if I can't have my shit together, mm -hmm. who's going to listen to us and it's going to damage the brand. It's going to do that. You know, and then I started kind of deep diving. Oh, yeah. Like no, like spiraling. And they were like, Hey, Hey, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Cause we're, we're creating the roadmap for people who need to know how to get out of this same situation. Like yeah. you're going to, we're, we're going to be, you know, showing people exactly, you know, that this isn't going to kill you. Like you said, mm -hmm. you know, you don't lay down and die from this. You don't give up. You know, we have a tool that we didn't have before when yes. all this happened. If we ever went on a diet and gave way back, like we have things we can count on that weren't there before. So yes. then we start, you know, using these as building blocks to try to find a way to build this new road to get out of what we're, you know, currently experiencing. Mm -hmm. And I really found that, you know, not only was it huge for me because I got the support from the community that I needed mm -hmm. and the people telling me that it was okay, that it was going to be, you know, fine and that they've experienced it too. And, you know, when you do find out that you're truly not alone in these types of situations, it just makes it all it just makes it worth it. Everything we do, all the things we mm -hmm. talk to, all the DMs we do, the lives, the everything, it makes all of it worth it to know that you know, we've started this community, you, know, you guys the same way that we've started this community in kind of everybody community policing each other to make sure that we're holding each other accountable, that mm -hmm. we're really supporting each other in the best ways. Mm -hmm. Like this, I don't know that this community has ever been as strong as it is right now. And I legitimately think that, you know, podcasts like ours, podcasts mm -hmm. like yours, yep. the support that you guys give and some of the other key people in the community has really gotten this community to where it's at today. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, there was, um, we all know Dad Rob. We yes. Love Dad. yes. <laughs> I talked to him one day uh, because I was like, man, I really got to get back on track. It was during the month of macros. I was like, I've really got to do something about this. And he goes, okay, so what are you going to do? Mm. Like, okay, well, I have to figure this out. And then he goes, okay, text me in the morning when you, when you, or it was about meal prep. And he goes, text me tonight when you're done. Oh, nice. <sighs> Fuck. Now That's, a great <laughs> That's a great tactic. That's a great tactic, Rob. Now text me in the morning when you actually eat it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So, I mean, but he didn't have to do that. No. Right. It was like, we don't have to check in on people, but we do because we know, I mean, I had two failed surgeries that failed mostly because my surgeon mm -hmm. yeah. failed, yeah. but also because I didn't know that my surgeon had failed. Right. Yeah. Like I didn't have that community to say mm -hmm. that happened to me too, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now we have this like incredible humongous resource that, that it's, 
kind of like you guys said, like, it's kind of stupid not to use it. Yeah. Yeah not utilize it. And I say that in the most like loving way. I can. <laughs> like, it kind of is. It's mm-hmm. like, it's here now. It yeah. is. Why not? There's no excuse. I, I, I had this epiphany the other day reading one of the, you guys know I read all the time. Maybe it was a slight edge, but it, it's a concept that basically says that we are always looking for this quantum leap, right? We're always looking for the one thing that's going to get us from A to B instantly, the fastest, right? Yeah. The fastest mm-hmm. and, and right. And it's going to be the most beautiful and glamorous and, oh, it's going to be, you know, so easy and boom. Well, I think we kind of think that with bariatric surgery, that it's this quantum leap to this happy, healthy weight, this thing that we thought we always wanted. Mm-hmm. Well then, right. The year comes, our weight slows down. We kind of stabilize. We're not as happy as what we thought we were going to be. And we start to experience this, like this regain or things are not going well. Right. Mm -hmm. And we want deep down to be the quantum leap for others. Mm -hmm. Right. We really want to be the, no, 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 follow me. This is the solution. I've figured it out. Right. And all of a sudden we, when we realize, oh shit, I have not figured it out. And all of these people are watching me. I'm not the quantum leap. Mm -hmm. It's no wonder that people ghost. And, Mm -hmm. and the other scary thing for for those of us who choose to support, it's like, so does that mean that people aren't going to like me anymore? Does that mean that people won't follow me? Because now all of a sudden I'm not the quantum leap and they're seeing me struggle. And maybe they think that I've been lying this whole time. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's all this stuff that really goes into, you know, the backside of this forward facing, forward facing stuff. And the three of us talk often about how important it is that we, we, we are, we letting people know there is no quantum leap, yes. right? That this is not going to happen. And that our story is in the struggle. That's been one of my hardest things. I am a teacher by heart. I'm a server. I'm a giver. I'm going to help everybody else that therefore I don't have any time to work on me because why would I do that? Mm-hmm. Right. But I need help too. And I really hit a rough patch about six months ago and and I just did not want to, to share that at all. Yeah. It's and hard. Jason and it's hard. And Jason and that both were like, I, I, we get that this is hard. We're going to give you a hot minute. Yeah. Good, you know, madam. Mm-hmm. But after that hot minute, your ass is going on the stories and you're talking about exactly what you just talked about with us. Mm-hmm. Not because it's going to be embarrassing, but because you're going to have the outpouring of mm-hmm. thousands of people. And yes. like we always say, somebody's going to have an ingredient in their recipe. Mm-hmm. And if the community doesn't know that you're missing an ingredient, you're not going to find it. Mm -hmm. So you need to ask for help. However you ask for help and you need to be transparent with what you're struggling with. Freaking hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but it was the best, one of the best like decisions I've ever made, which is to not ghost my, my friends and the community. Yeah. I, I can completely relate. I mean, I've, I have mentioned that I had regained, but up until the episode that we had with Michaela, I had never said how much I regained. Oh, that's Mm. true. And so I think I was kind of locking that inside of like, if I don't say it, then it didn't really happen type of thing. And when you're going through something very, like it was very traumatic. It was my whole world that I thought was, you know, rainbows and sunshine turned out not to be right. And then you're changing your entire life. And then I just started gaining and I was like, okay, well, okay. 15. Okay. 20. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to weigh myself. And so then you just stop weighing yourself. And then when you step on the scale and you're like, oh, that's a very real number of gaining half my weight that I lost back. Cool. I worked very hard to do that. 
Nobody wants to admit that, Mm-mm. especially to however many thousands of people that watch you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's somebody out there that's going through the exact same thing, feeling yes. just as embarrassed, just as like just depressed on that topic. And I think once I cried about it and I said it, I was like, oh, it's out there. Like, I can't yeah. take it back. Mm-mm. So no. I can officially start working on that because I yes. said it out loud. Yeah. Yep. And it, it hurts. It hurts you way more oh. by keeping it inside way yeah. more. And you're so terrified that if you let it out, it's going to like kill you. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Letting it out is what allows the help and that and the assistance mm-hmm. to pour into that. You exactly. got to get it out. You got to make some space to mm-hmm. take in what you need. And that's how you make that space. And it yeah. kind of like hurts. Like it physically, does, it, yeah. it hurts. It physically it hurts. Physically hurts. Yeah. yeah. It's like a knot and mm-hmm. it's been there for like months and I didn't realize I needed to say it until I said it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, cool. OK. <laughs> and then Michaela, of course, being Michaela, she's like, this is this is what's happening. And it was because, you know, I restricted for so long. I was so like in my path of weight loss surgery. I'm not deviating from this food at all. This is what I do now. But I didn't allow myself to live in right. between. And so I got hit with that diet culture, you know, I restricted for so long and then bam, you have traumatic experiences and you go towards your coping and you binge and you continue to binge until you address the issue, the issue. which I chose not to address for a very long time, but that's fine. Hey, but I'm you doing are it now. now. I'm doing it now. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, that's my like biggest thing. Just don't give up. You're still trying. Yep. And as long as you have like, and I said it again, like. As long as you have better days than not better days, mm-hmm. it's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> it's all it is. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, that's why I try to tell people when they talk about failing as a bariatric patient. I'm like, the day you fail as a bariatric patient is the day you wake up and say, I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm yep. done. Yeah. I'm just going to live my life however I feel like it. Like when you abandon the program completely is the day you failed as a bariatric mm-hmm. patient. But every day you get up and decide that you're going to continue to work on it. You're still in the game, right? Yeah. Don't don't yep. count yourself out. Don't you know? No. People try to say, "Well, I only lost a pound this week." I'm like, "Well, that's still a pound." It's like, a what do you mean, pound. only? Like, take that shit out. Like, the, we're we're not doing homies here. Yeah, like, maintaining. You, you do your thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. all that matters. As long as you're putting one foot in front of the other. So you had a bad breakfast. Guess what? You got lunch and dinner to fix it. You know, you, you got go. tomorrow to make it better. Like, we're not waiting till Monday. We're not doing this. Oh, the first of the month will be better. Like, no, today's better. Like breakfast, yeah. lunch, dinner, like snacks in between, like yep. build around it, make it happen. Like you, you can fix it. It's you're either in bariatric compliance or you're out of bariatric compliance. Mm-hmm. And the difference between the two are just a couple of steps. Yes. Yeah. One. Yes. One decision. You're yeah. one decision away from, from compliance. Am I going to take my vitamins or not? Take your vitamins. You're in compliance. Boom. You have done something and some days that's the all one that's all you can do and that's okay you did the one you did the one mm-hmm. been there right? because the protein yeah pick one it's it's <laughs> that all or nothing thinking mm-hmm. that was my biggest epiphany this summer it was like i was beating myself up because it was like oh you didn't journal this morning you haven't taken your vitamins yet you're such a failure what are you doing and i was like wait a minute i can journal anytime, anytime. and i can take my vitamins at any time. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like mm-hmm. you can take the whole day. You can take the whole day. You can. To do- you can do yep. right before you go to bed. Yep. I know. Yeah. Literally, I I just started new uh medications and it was funny. I was reading like the bottle, you know, just to make sure I like know what I'm doing. And um 
it said on the bottle, like, if you miss a dose, take it when you remember. <laughs> nice. And I was like, like, I had one of those like moments where I was like, just do it when you remember. It's like yeah. brushing your teeth. Just mm-hmm. do it when you remember. It doesn't have to be in the morning and at night. Just as yes. long as you do it twice a day, like you're good. Well, so it's like, why, why do we do that in bariatric life? Well, it's like, it's, it's great to have a routine, right? It's great mm-hmm. to build this routine because it's automatic and it's right. healthy and it's great. How you're not going to be like, there's no such thing as a perfect routine and there's no such thing as a perfect bariatric patient. No. So, you know, take what your bottle said, do it when you remember. So if you're like, oh, I didn't journal today. Oh, well, I have 10 minutes now. I'll just, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter. Like, does it have to be 10 minutes of journaling? Does it, can it be one minute? Can it be like, shit, I forgot to journal. And then you walk away because you're still journaling technically. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. So it's just all of how you interpret what a winner and what a failing bariatric patient looks like. Well, and we're the ones doing that to ourselves. So like nobody we're, else we're creating like yeah. what the good one is, what the mm-hmm. bad one is, because my version can be completely different than your version. And it half the time. And is. we put these arbitrary timelines on yep. ourselves. Yes. Like, yep. why is it only the first year, year and a half? Like mm-hmm. literally, you're once you you're once you have surgery, you are a bariatric patient for the rest Regardless. of your life. No matter yep. what, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say, <laughs> it's on your medical <laughs> chart. Like, right. That's who you are. That's what we're, that's what we're always saying. Like Jason or Natalie said, like, it's basically like, y- y- this is the start of a new life. You are always a barrier. There is no end. Yeah. This there's is your life after. now. There's no after to this journey. And that's why like, yes, I post before and afters and all this stuff, but I'm like, I try to steer away from that because people are chasing the after, but it never comes right. ever. Right. Yeah. And that is, I think what social media kind of fixated on that quantum leap thing is that they see people you know, at the very beginning mm-hmm. and they see their end and they think it just happens like that. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, I talk about all the time. It's like, oh, enjoy the struggle, man. Like enjoy the suck because it sucks here. And because mm-hmm. you have to enjoy that time frame because you're not going to be able to get to where you want to be if you don't. And just no. like run yeah. through the muck. It's okay. It's supposed to be painful. Nothing's easy. Well, and I think when I looked, when I started my journey, that's what I saw. I saw very heavy people and then what they turned, like what they mm-hmm. worked so hard to get. But yeah. you didn't, you don't see that. You see, oh, they were heavy and now they're, they're now they're skinny. Yeah. I want that. And, you know, obviously mine was a little bit more detailed of like, I did it for my health first because I was immobile, but, um, I think that's what I saw. And I was like, okay, so now I'm, I'm, I'm fat and then I'll be skinny and I'll be healthy and I'll be good. I never have to worry about anything ever again. And then when I got there, I still didn't like what I was at because I didn't truly do any work to show myself anything you else. You weren't happy with you. I think that's the deal. Well, I like, wasn't happy in my marriage. That's, that's why. The, the like, yeah. And we preach the whole therapy because like mm-hmm. you get to if you have therapy right after surgery or even leading up to like you actually get to figure out who you are with the therapist. Exactly. As you're losing the weight, as you're doing the process, because it mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier because like mm-hmm. I always say it's about year two. Everybody kind of finds out who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
for me, it just was, it was harder because I was having breakdowns, not understanding why I was having breakdowns until like light bulb turns on. I'm like, oh, it's because I can't have food. I can't have what I want when I want it. And I'm going to cry about it. <laughs> well, and crying is healthy and crying is healthy. Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you don't be ashamed of crying. Like, just okay. get it out. I don't care. I love a I'll watch a sad movie it. just to cry. No, no, okay. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I, I get like, I'm just like, this is so stupid. What is going on? She'll cry. And I'm like, <laughs> you just well, keep that emotion over there. I don't cry with people around. <gasps> I turn a movie oh. on in the dark and I have my cry and then I get out and I wipe and I'm fine. Oh, that's I get embarrassed though. for myself. Like, I'm like, mm, that's embarrassing. Do not cry. Like, do, do like, not. I've never been an emotional person and especially crying. Mm -hmm. And so like even being alone, like watching a show and it'll make me tear up. And I'm like, why suck it up? Oh god. my God. No one's around. <laughs> like, I know, but I still do it. I'm like, there's no need to cry. Like, yeah. I was, oh I was god. the, I was, I am very similar to you, girlfriend. And uh yeah, I have had to learn we humans are emotional people. Yeah. I thought I was born without tear ducts. I do in fact have them. <laughs> uh and uh learning to be able to expel my emotions mm -hmm. has been a huge stepping stone along this journey because I was keeping them bottled up and that that bottling was uh not doing good things mm -hmm. for my physical health or my mental health. Yeah. Uh so getting to the place where I'm not going to beat myself up over emotions escaping my body. Mm -hmm. I just have to be okay with that and, and, and acknowledge that. And I think so many of us in this community struggle with that because we've never, we, we haven't been taught about emotions. Yeah. We've been taught that they're wrong or bad or that it's going to make us appear a certain way. And we have worked so hard as obese people to craft an image that is acceptable to somebody so we can find a job or find love or find friends or right. Like we're, we've been so enamored with crafting this perfect vision of ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when all of a sudden we start to recognize ourselves in the mirror, we realize, oh, I maybe don't have to craft. I can actually just be myself. And yeah. that normally, you know, then that can bring up a lot of, I mean, you know, that emotion stuff. It's, it's hard. It's a real, and that's a part of the journey again. Nobody knows or mm -hmm. talks about because no. I just have surgery and I lose weight and everything's great. Right. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Life is perfect. I there wish. are no more traumatic experiences. <laughs> I keep the weight off always and I don't mm. battle with food anymore. Oh, said no one ever. Said no bariatric patient ever. <laughs> yeah, because um, bad things only happen to big people. That yeah, bad yeah. things only happen because I was at my heaviest weight. Once yeah. I lose it all, it's not going to be bad. Yeah, there's I right? need yeah. a shirt with that saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just, on it. <laughs> said no said no but it it's the arrival fallacy right we we are we are taught or we are shown that like once you once you are skinny once you are a certain size once you are this all mm -hmm. of the missing pieces of your life yeah. will come together yep and it's very it is devastating to get to a low weight and realize this my weight was actually had nothing to do with any of this. Yep. For, you know, for me, I was just using it as an excuse. I was using it as like, you know, it, it, it was the one thing that was preventing me from doing or being or, or all of the things. Yeah. And then when I got down to that low weight, it was like, hmm, this actually had nothing to do with anything no. to start with. Yep. No. And that's a brutal reality. It's another reason why people go to the community because they think, oh, well, that's what I thought it was. So I guess I'm just always going to be fill in the blank. Yes. And it's just absolutely not true. That's the work of weight loss surgery. What, what I always talk about, what we always talk about is that 
for me, the gift of bariatric surgery was it took away my last excuse. Mm-hmm. It took away the last excuse I had to delay the work. Yeah. There is nothing more now that is preventing me from doing it besides me just fucking doing no, it. Yeah. Yep. And that's brutal, brutal because I don't want to do it. I yeah. don't want to do this. No. no. No, no, we gotta, now I have to. You yeah. have to. You have yeah, to put in I that mean, work, man. Therapy, I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I am handling everything like a champ. Did you really think that? Yes, oh, I, wow. I did not, I by you. the way. I did not <laughs> handle it well at all. Um, and so when you finally start therapy, yes, yes, that was that was the running theme in my head. And I'm handling this very well, considering like I'm handling it really well. It, in all actuality, Cake was helping me handle that. And starting therapy, like I remember getting on there and he's like, so what what are you wanting to talk about? And I was like, well, I have a very hard time showing my emotions and apparently I need to work on that. (laughs) And he so I run through all of the things with him and he just looks at me. He's all you're going to be an interesting case. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm, not quite sure if you mean that in a positive or or bad way, but that's okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I am an interesting person. And you can tell like he likes talking to me because he's like very animated when we talk because it's over Zoom or like their version of Zoom. And but I'm realizing how much because I usually have my therapy and then we're together. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like unbox all the therapy that I had just unboxed um, together. Mm-hmm. And then when you're getting those realizations of like, oh, that's why I do that. Mm-hmm. OK, all right. We're yeah. getting somewhere now. And you start unpacking all those little things that you've been holding on to and you didn't even realize you were holding on to. And weight loss surgery gave that gave me that opportunity. Because had it, I not had surgery, I wouldn't even be worried about any of this. No, you wouldn't None at all. Of it. Yeah. No. And I oh. think I got more happier once, like, cause it wasn't the way, like you're saying, like once mm-hmm. you got there, it's not that it was the fact of like figuring out who I am, what I want to do, who do I actually want to be around? Mm-hmm. Cause like, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like there are some really toxic people that I had around that I didn't realize were toxic until mm-hmm. later on, you know, when you start telling people no, cause that's actually what helped me like be comfortable in my skin was like, if I said no to someone and they didn't get mad at me, I was like, Oh, okay. So we actually are chill. Like it is normal for people to say no. Yeah. It's, it's allowed. You're not going to freak yeah. out on me. And I had a lot of friends that were, would be a really upset, like devastated yeah. if I would just cancel anything. She was so a weird one. she was a weird one. I love your, I loved her at the time. Oh, like to death. We were friends for like a decade, but it's she would insane. like go by my house and be like, you're home. Why aren't you talking to me? got real weird and i was like well no. you were her only friend i know i yes. know but like you have to cut some of those people out because they're just like weighing their stuff on you mm-hmm. and once you feel comfortable saying no now you can finally actually be like okay i am happy now like i'm at the final like i can feel comfortable i feel comfortable my skin i'm not worried about the scale anymore like i'm i'm doing the work like going to therapy mm-hmm. and like walking, like just trying to have some movement because like there's going to be months, guys. If you're listening and you think you're going to be moving every single day for the rest of your life, you have something else to be like, coming towards you because you, you got to figure it out because some <laughs> sometimes it's not going to happen and it, that's OK. You mm-hmm. just need to do something a little bit like yeah. not a lot. Don't go like I have to be at the gym for four hours today. No. Maybe it's just a walk around the block. Maybe it's just you going up and just stretching. It could be little. It doesn't yeah. have to be yeah. this huge thing. Well, and I no. think to add on to that, like 
so many people use the food and the exercise as a form of punishment to themselves. Yeah. Because you're like, no, because you were fat and you couldn't control yourself. This is why we're in this situation. So we're going to work out for five hours a day and we're going to eat only leafy greens and pure protein. And like they like because I was one of them. Mm -hmm. I was punishing myself for having to go through it. And now looking back, I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this works. Like you still are allowed to have a whole life together while going through this and you don't have to punish yourself. You didn't Mm -hmm. do anything because you actually were the most brave you were going into surgery. Yeah. Because that in itself is a very brave move. And you have to thank your past self for doing that. So don't punish her or him. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also like what you guys are talking about saying no, being able to say no, you have to say no to yourself sometimes too. It's not just about whether or not you say no to yourself mm-hmm. on binging or breaking your program or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to say no to yourself when you realize, like Kelly said, like when you start going ape shit and going off the wall and going only boiled chicken and green beans for the rest of my life. Like that's all it's going to be like bland shit. I'm not going to like it, but I got to do it because that's the program. Like, no, nobody yep. follows that. You're not going to continue. That's not sustainable. So, you know, being former people pleasers and trying to do everything we can to help everybody else, that's part of where that factors in. Like mm-hmm. what, you know, like Mel was saying, it's hard to say no to people and think that they're still going to want to be around. Yeah. Because as bigger people, we just assume that people only like us because of what we can do for them mm-hmm. or people only want to be in relationships with us. We, we settle for whatever we can get because at least somebody loves us. Right. You know, all the, we settle for a job because at least somebody hired me. Mm-hmm. and you know, we go through this process, we start shedding some pounds and we realize like we start getting the mental clarity that comes post-op and you start realizing, well, shit, like people are really using me as a doormat Mm -hmm. or somebody's using me for this or this job really treats me like shit because they're not what, you know, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And people start wanting better for themselves and it's hard to have those conversations, but you realize, you know, like Kel said, pre-op, is the most difficult decision and conversation you're going to have is with yourself to even have the surgery to begin with. Yeah. And not only did that decision and conversation not kill you, it actually saved your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these difficult conversations moving forward, you can have them and it doesn't kill you. It only adds to the strength mm-hmm. that you have not only to continue moving, but to continue cultivating these healthy relationships in all aspects of your life. Yes. Boom. I know. I actually got chills. I got Look, chills too. You see it? <laughs> oh my God. That was crazy. That was a very like well Well said, man. Rehearsed? That's he doesn't rehearse right. anything. Never mind. If you remember the beginning of the nope. episode. That was- <laughs> he, does this, he does this every episode. That's what I'm saying. I spent hours on show notes and Jason just like, well, you know, drops these bombs and it's like, right? Peace. Yep. What the hell? There was like, oh, Jason. <laughs> Like, never mind. I just wrote the whole show, but whatever. Don't mind. (laughs) No, I think I think what you're saying is completely accurate. Like, that's the biggest aspect of the journey. And I don't think a lot of people talk about it Mm -mm. all that often. No. Of like, hey, go back and think about how much courage you had to have to walk into that OR and be like, Sure, cut out 80% of my stomach. This seems, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, totally normal. Now we know it is yeah. because we're in it and we're hoping to like break that of like, yeah. because yeah. back when I was doing it, I didn't know. 
I was just like, okay, cool. You're going to take out part of my stomach. I'm going to get skinny. Right. I kind of like equated to it. And now I know we, better. We have this conversation all the time. It's like, you know, is it better that we went into it not knowing these things? Because if we knew all of this beforehand, would we have talked or would we really have talked ourselves out of it? Yeah. And how do you actually explain to people what the work of weight loss surgery is before they're actually in it? You can't, you know, it's almost like one of those things. It's like, you actually just have to be living it to get it and, and to move through it. Yeah. And I think where the power of our conversations and, and how we support the community is that when people get to these moments, they will have heard, listened, interacted, internalized, learned, oh, this is normal. Other people have gone through this. Mm -hmm. So even though I wasn't prepared for this, I now recognize that this is just a normal part of the path. Right. Yeah. And other people have moved through it. So now again, you've got a recipe that you can go to and say, mm -hmm. oh, well, this is how they did it. This is how they did it. Right. Mm -hmm. And and craft your own recipe to get you through this mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. But just to know that you're not alone just lowers the temperature instantly and will hopefully allow other people to find more success. Yeah. In, yeah. in the end. Yeah. Because that's actually what I use like Instagram and all the social media for is like finding what works works what they're doing that works that also will work for me because mm -hmm. it's yeah. not going to be like their whole thing but maybe there's something in there that will actually work on my side mm -hmm. and it happens all the time like people don't realize like like J jay said earlier in this episode like you guys support us just as much as like vice versa mm -hmm. and i we look at all your guys's accounts we like we do we see it all like and like sometimes like it, it's super freaking helpful and you're mm -hmm. like oh well wouldn't know about like that technique. Like, mm -hmm. okay. Like I now know how to calm myself down. Mm -hmm. I know how to like, how to journal. Like there's things I just didn't know beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, it's really incredible. The, the things that have gone on since, I mean, cause it's been at this point, two and a half years since we've been in this, this community, like full force. And it's incredible how it has grown and it continues to grow yeah. and more and more people are being, open to the idea that this isn't just this quick fix. This is, this is actually something that people actually need medically. And it's not just the easy way because we're, we're losing weight naturally just the same as the other people. And I'm pretty sure if a couple of our people who have been on like two to three months stalls, they would be like, I will punch you if you say this is the easy way out. Yeah. Because it's really not. It fucks with your brain every single day. And it doesn't matter if you're two days post-op or three years post-op. It's still going to fuck with your brain. And you still have to roll it back in and be like, mm -hmm. okay, what am I doing? Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's go back. Okay, let's do water, protein, exercise. Cool. We're getting it. Yes. And then you go mm -hmm. back. And because that's kind of how I think of like going back to the basics of like, okay, let's let's track water, protein, take our vitamins or water, protein, exercise, something like that, where you know it's the same. It's the same for everybody. And so you just focus on those and then you can incorporate others because mm -hmm. it's it's there's a lot. Like April said it earlier, like there's all these different pieces that you're trying to put into this big puzzle. And sometimes you just can't see it all and you can't use it all at once. You have to do one piece at a time. Yes. To see the yes. bigger picture. It's, it's amazing mm -hmm. how much actually goes into it. In a mm -hmm. lot of ways, it, the, the easy way out is to stay fat. Mm -hmm. That's the easy way. Yep. This is the absolute, you are slogging through the jungle, making a path that has never been made before hard work. Yep. And 
it's a brutal awakening when you get to that point. And I think that's why we are also infuriated when people want to troll or hate on you mm-hmm. for the decision that you've made. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's again, the power of this community is that when those mean people crop up, mm-hmm. you have a safe place to turn because, yeah. you know, we, we kind of said it earlier. It's like, well, we just don't care what people think. That's not actually true. Mm-hmm. Every one of those statements hits Mm -hmm. and 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 nicks and draws blood Mm -hmm. the difference is is that where before we did not have a doctor to turn to let's say right Mm -hmm. to help us we we didn't have you know people to turn to to help us tend that wound yes we have that now so it doesn't mean that it's not hitting hard it just means that we have to absorb that blow and now we need to turn to a community to help us mend that. Yeah. And the stronger that that community, that this community gets, uh, maybe the less arrows that will be, that, that, that will be, you know, thrown our way. And, you know, it it speaks to the name of, you know, your podcast, it it speaks to Barry Nation. I think we named them for very specific reasons. Yeah. And that is that this is a life. This isn't uh, a one and done, right? This is something that that we we are doing for the rest of our lives. Yeah. We went with Barry Nation because we really feel that if we unite as a nation of bariatric patients, mm-hmm. we will be able to create the support and the community that we need to find long term success. Yeah. yeah, it's this coming together. It's this it's this bond. It's this, you know, the the Romans had that maneuver where as soon as the arrows started flying, they made that yeah, dome, the dome with their shields. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that is what we're doing. We're just saying, you know what? People are going to attack us no matter what. Yep. So instead of trying to stop the attacks, we need to come up with a defensive shield to protect the people that need it. And then we can do what we need to do underneath that because eventually our army is going to grow and that shield is going to grow and it's going to push everybody off to the side that just wants to continue to hate on it because mm-hmm. your life, if you're hating on me, your life is 10 times worse than mine. Yeah. And you're wasting your precious energy attacking me that you're, you're wasting your life force. And I don't actually need to care or worry about that because that's on you. So if I can deflect, if I have a community to help me deflect that, that's energy that I get to use on my own self. Yeah. So, you know, like it's going to take work. It's going to take monumental effort, but mm-hmm. so many, that's why we're seeing the community really grow. It's because mm-hmm. I really get the sense that people are like, Oh, we can do this. We yeah. can be a part of this greater community. We can build this shield and then we can dictate the support that that we need. We can, we can make it happen because if surgeons and centers just don't get it, then I need to stop wasting my energy with them. And I need to focus my energy on where I can, can change it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a powerful place to be. And it's, I think one of the first times that like a medical community, you know, has really kind of done that, but patients are, we're sick and tired of being treated like idiots. Yeah. Cause we're not, No, we're not, no. we're not. And we have the capability to, to do it. So mm-hmm. if, if, if you won't listen to me and if you won't change, then I will be the change that I need in my life and, and the change of the community. And you know what? Screw you. I don't give a shit what you think or what you do, yeah. because you, you've proven to me that you don't understand what this is about at all. You kept me alive. You, you provided excellent medical care. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Not adequate in any sense of the word. So yeah peace. I'm going to go do this. Mm -hmm. And and we're seeing it now because all of the surgeons that we all work with are on board with us. They realize how important patient voice is. It Mm -hmm. is the missing piece to this. That's why the surgeons are like, we're so excited to work with you. We want to be on the podcast. How can we help? Yes. Thank you. You get it. Yeah. You can help the rest of you. 
Don't talk to uh, me. The rest of you, fuck off. Right? It is. It is funny when I see those comments too, because I'm like, bro, get a hobby. Like, what are you doing? Like, what? Well, like, come on. Don't especially. Don't even get started. <laughs> and especially when they're like, "Well, you should have done that." Oh yes, let me reverse the irreversible surgery. Thank you for pointing out something that can't actually be physically done. You numb nuts, right? <laughs> Mexico and just have my surgeon just reattach my stomach. Yeah, yeah that sounds like it's totally legitimate. So ridiculous. Yeah, yeah we actually got a comment last night yeah. from somebody that wrote moo on <laughs> one of our things. And I was like, first off, you're an idiot because uh, like seriously creative honestly Thank i know you. like at least come up with a creative insult but moo like we haven't wow. heard that shit before okay you, you know what you should type back you should be like oh Thank you. That's a great reminder for me to go eat some protein. Yes. Thank you. My beef today. Yeah. (laughs) I already had my beef today. You're good. Thanks. Thanks for the reminder though. I'm good. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Some of the things people say, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Because the way I look at it is like, AA, they are a group of support for people that need help. Nobody makes fun of them. No, not at all. Like they wouldn't think twice. So what is the difference? Like, because food addiction is the is very severe. They're one of the same. They are all under the same umbrella. Well, they won't it's label because, it. They won't label it. I know it. they won't label yeah, it. Yeah, but it's cause, stupid. Because we talked to Dr. Well, Shapiro and she went through the list of addiction and what the same answers to food yeah. are all the same, but it won't be classified. It won't be classified as an addiction, even though it is an addiction. And it is even harder because you have, have to, to have it food. to live. Yep. You cannot be abstinent from food mm-hmm. because no. you'll die. Yes. Yep. Yes. Well, and and one of the main ingredients in all processed food is sugar or sugar substitutes, which is the most highly refined product on the planet. It's a hundred times more addictive than heroin. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and yet you want to be like, oh, just eat less. Like that's that's what that's one of the big things that this boils down to is that people assume that fat people are fat because they eat too much food. Yeah. They have no idea about about the disease of obesity, uh, why it's caused. And even modern science is still trying to understand yeah. all of the different components that go into the disease of obesity. Yeah. But yet everybody just wants to sit back in their recliners and go, well, they're just fat because they eat too much. Yeah. Like, that's uh, no, that's not yeah. the case at all. There's this huge disconnect, mm-hmm. but again, that's where the power of our community can come in and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, no, that's that's yeah. not actually the case at all. Mm-hmm. Here's really what contributes to the disease of obesity. Let me educate yeah. you. Yeah. But most of the people well, don't care because it's much easier to just sit back and make fun of other people instead of dealing with their own issues. Mm-hmm. So yes. we're going to pick, pick on fat people because we think fat people are idiots. So, yep. yep. But I, like, that's why I'm just like, whatever. I like, I'm so done with all of you that want to think all of these other things instead of actually becoming educated on it. I'm just going to focus my attention to our beautiful, amazing community and do whatever we can do to help them. And just yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> I, got, I got no time for this. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, I literally, I had a comment on a reel a couple of weeks ago where I said, please educate yourself. Here are resources. And they literally said, no. <laughs> I said, then get off okay, my page. Like, yeah. I'm not arguing with you because you are choosing ignorance instead mm-hmm. of, I mean, they literally thought bariatric surgery was liposuction. They kept oh saying God. liposuction in the comment. And I said, actually, it's this. Here are 
five surgeons that you can research right now. And I tagged every single one of them. And he just straight up said, no, I don't look it up. And I'm like, okay, peace out. But one of the idiots. But we're yeah, the but idiots. I'm yeah. yeah. But I'm dumb. Yeah. 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 And that is why I will have a TED talk no matter where we are. I have done it on the beach. I have done it in the middle of the gas station. Yeah, the little I, market. I will literally because <laughs> somehow one. it always comes up. And I'll be like, thanks. I had weight. Or they'll ask, like, how what kind of work do you do or something? And so I'll say, I run a podcast. Well, what this podcast? Well, weight yeah. loss surgery. I had surgery, you know, three years ago, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, oh, so you got the band thing? I'm like, no. no. Okay. So we're going to get off the chalkboard. These are the surgery <laughs> names. This is what they do. I've done it in Starbucks. I don't know how many times. Her son actually said, please, for the love of God, do not tell them that you run a bariatric podcast. <laughs> like I drove him home and I had done it so many times. He's like, please don't talk to them. Just, just don't please, talk to them uh, Just please don't. And I was like, Dude. if they ask me, I have to answer. <laughs> Dude, our, mm. our running joke is that sometimes we feel like, you know, like uh, Latter-day Saints or Mormons, you know, they yeah. do a lot of missionary work, right? They always have the cards like, have you heard? Have you heard of Jesus? We always feel like, have you heard of the miracle of bariatric surgery? <laughs> yeah. like, we want to just carry these cards around with us and just, you know, anybody like, have there you, you heard? Have you heard okay. the good word? Have yes. you heard about bariatric surgery? It's here. That's like, <laughs> it's here. It's here. It's around our bariatric Bibles. Have you heard about yeah. this? <laughs> Be like, can we come sit down with you yeah. and have a discussion yeah. with you about this? Because we would love for you to become oh a God. part of our group. We would. Yeah. We would. Join our community. Please We're join our community. We're yeah. just not super, a cult. Not cult. Yeah. super not culty at all. I promise. <laughs> oh you know, God, we won't try it. to marry you off or make you drink any juices. It's totally uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, we're not exactly. going to drug you or keep you in our nope. in our. We're basement. just going to educate oh, you and show you how you can build the best life possible. It's exactly. really great. Totally. Exactly. I just yeah. think my my favorite part about everything is I get we get to meet people that we would have never never would have talked to. Mm-hmm. Never would have talked to. No. No, I would have never known any of you people right now. No. It's crazy. I would, we would have known each other. But I, I was looking at them. I thought you looked at me. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> well, I literally was talking to my parents the other day and I said, Mom, we got on the topic of weddings. I have a wedding coming up that we're going to. And and I said, you realize you're in trouble. And she goes, why? And I said, Because my family, you're now planning for three families to come because I have, I'll have my family, my partner's family and my Barry family. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I said, there's no way you're going to have, you're going to be paying for a small wedding. I want you to, I'm going to warn you now. (laughs) It's so cute because a lot of us are already married. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, for me, I'm not getting ever married again, but for like, Natalie, she's in her 20s. So like she you are going to eventually get married and that'll be so fun. I'm already inviting myself to your wedding. So sorry. We'll be there. (laughs) But like it's real, though, because Mm -hmm. I would never have met, um, you know, April, Jason, you two like Mm -hmm. never would have met. I mean, I have people on my phone that I've only known for like what it's eight months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're some of the people that I talk to every single day. Like they know so much about me and it's only been eight months, you know? Yeah. So this yeah. is amazing. It's crazy. It really is cool. Yeah. And it's like, you become like, 
what's even cooler i think is that like we when you connect people so like you have one person and then another person and somehow they connect and they get on a subject together and then they're like the best of friends they were like there's two girls that were on ours and we connected them and it was simply because one of them needed to talk about gastric bypass yeah she wanted and so we had put up in our stories and said hey if anybody had gastric bypass and you're okay with talking to somebody else we have somebody that like to talk to you so we connected them they are like literally the best of friends yeah and they actually met for the first time they did. like a, a they month took ago. a photo and sent it to us yeah. yeah and it was so cute because they're like mm-hmm. without you guys this wouldn't have happened and like that's where like it just makes everything worth it like that's all how the you stress, know what you're doing all the planning mm-hmm. all of it together like it's worth it in the end because we have our bariatric family. We get to connect all these people and it just keeps growing by like daily. Mm-hmm. It just keeps growing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. we should like, what is it? Round table? Like what our tricks are tips. Number be, be, one be, tip. Be, number one tip before we, in that, before we wrap up. I'm going to make you start. You're going to make me yeah. start. You came oh. up with the idea. I know. I was going to go last. No, <laughs> no, not at all. That's the April trick. <laughs> the April trick. Oh, they're calling you out. We do the same thing. Oh, they call me out all the time. All the time. I love it. I love it. No, key, like, I would say the biggest tip is understand you're going to f- have struggles, and that's part of the process yes and don't worry about it it's literally like a season it's you're gonna have like a couple days or a week or whatever it is but you you will come out of it mm-hmm. that's my pro tip for people just know it you go down a little bit you're just gonna come right back up yep and kelly's phone rings <laughs> sorry that was uh sex daughter <laughs> she likes to call me i yeah we'll deal with that later okay jason your oh. tip uh, mine just being consistency is key stay consistent do the thing you know like it, it's about more good days than bad days it's mm-hmm. about just knowing that you know you can be as consistent as you want to be but you can also talk yourself out of a lot of shit yeah mm-hmm. so you, you've got to be honest with yourself and just stay as consistent as you can be but know that consistency is going to look different for a lot of different people yeah so I like that. stay as consistent to your program as you can and you'll you'll see the results you want to see all right. April. Man, I'm kind of, I'm vacillating between two. I'll just um, say both. There you go. Yeah. I, so I guess the, the, the things, the two things that have helped me the most is understanding that I can take the whole day to accomplish what I set out to accomplish. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be done on a, if I can set a timeline and if that timeline doesn't work, it's okay. I have the whole day. Mm-hmm. And the other thing for me is that you know, uh, you can set a goal and you can think that you're going to reach that goal by doing it one way. Mm-hmm. When that doesn't work, it doesn't mean that your goal is not attainable. It means you need to try it a different way. Mm. So always thinking of your journey as like a GPS route and relying on the community and your tools and people and experts to help you recalculate your route mm-hmm. to can keep your goal the same, but just keep trying different pathways to get there. Oh, I like that. I like it too. Yeah. All right, Miss Natalie. Hooper had to get up and Hooper. join it. Um, oh, I love her. it. He's so cute. <laughs> He's so cute. Um, I also have two that I think are important. Okay. Um, the first one I've been saying from the beginning, it's grow through what you go through. Mm. 
Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're just going to be this bright, big flower all the time. There are going to be dark days under the soil. You're going to do a lot of work um, and it won't necessarily show on the scale or even physically, um, but you're still doing a lot of mental work and, and things under the surface um, and things will happen and trials will happen, but you just keep growing. Yeah. Yes. Um, the second one is that um, sometimes saying yes also means having to say no. Okay. So when you say yes to things like I'm this, since I've had my surgery, I'm saying yes to things because a, I can do mm -hmm. things. Yeah. <laughs> I said yes to my surgery, but I, you know, it's like now I can actually go and I can do all these active things. Um, but also sometimes I've said yes to this journey and sometimes I have to say no to things. Yeah. That's something I'm learning very recently. Okay. <laughs> um, that yeah sometimes saying yes means you might have to say no all right i, I like that so i've got two also miss kelly kins okay don't compare your journey to anybody else's mm. yes don't yes. just just don't there's no good way of doing that there's no reason for nope. it even if they no. have the exact same stats as you same height same weight same everything your dinner journey is going to be completely different because yeah. you're a completely different body like you are a different person. Yes. So yes. remember to not compare. I mean, you can definitely pull resources and get helpful tips and things like that. But what works for somebody won't work for you. Yeah. Not necessarily. Okay. And then the second one, I completely forgot. Oh, what? What, what it was. <laughs> so that's, what I'm just going to go with, don't compare your journey. <gasps> I like we'll it. Just go with that. I like it. Yeah. This was great. I'm so glad we got everyone together. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about this for a hot minute. And I think oh some people in the community think that we're not friends. And then they're shocked when they're like, oh, you're friends with them. Like, of yeah. course we're friends. Why the hell would we not be friends with them? What? <laughs> so I'm so glad that we finally got to do this. And yes. based on uh, how good this conversation, we clearly need to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Most we definitely. We can talk for hours. Guys. I think it's I feel really it. cool because I think I think why people don't think we're friends is because we were both like we and you guys were so focused on like what you were doing mm -hmm. that there yes. wasn't like, oh, we need to collab with this other podcast. You were thinking, OK, I need to go on my route and I need to do the things that I need to do. Yep. And then once we're kind of like, OK, we're we still have a shit ton of things to do. But we now that we've met in person and all of these things like now, it's just like yeah. easy. But yes. it, I think you get so focused. On what's ahead. Vision. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, I need to help the followers. I need to help the people. I need to be the support. And then you forget about everybody else. Like connecting with yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, full disclosure for anyone listening, we've been trying to plan this for what, a year and a half? Oh, basically. Yes. Yeah. At like, least. We've since been first talking retreat. about, yeah, since my <gasps> surgery or like shortly after my mm -hmm. surgery. Yeah. We've been like, oh, let's get us all together a year and a half later. So, yeah. like, just know it's this is a long time coming. We talk behind the scenes. We people. do. People. Yeah. We talk we behind the scenes. Oh, yes. yes. All oh, the yeah. damn time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so glad we did this. And I yeah, it'll be fun to do another one. 
Yes, absolutely. Oh, a great talk. This this like flowed so well. So mm-hmm. all, right. all right. Well, we love you guys and we we'll will see, see you next time. time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. <laughs>